Those who sow in tears. Those who sow in tears. Remember what the tears are. The tears are the waters that Paul planted at Polo water. The tears are the things that water your plant. So listen, if God will supply you seed to a place where you no longer sow in tears, your seed will not be watered. That's why month after month it takes you a stress. You're not talking to me today. Because you need water to wet it for now. You understand that? Those who sow in tears. So my brother stop sowing. Whenever I say my brother, you know I don't believe biological. You know what I mean. Uh, my brother stop sowing or sister stop sowing because there's too much tears. I'm saying no, the tears is the water. Because that that tears, and if if I don't shed tears for thank God now, I will shed tears for the problems of life later. Are you with me tonight? Serious matters. Serious matters because this will this week and next week will ask you to make a very concrete decision on how you want to walk this walk. If it is going to be a serious walk for you, look at this place. Before seven or so, hundreds of young people eager to hear the word because you came for the word tonight. You, you didn't come for music because there is a reason. It's a keyboard playing. You didn't come for some drama. Now, if you would do that, and you've been doing that for years now, non-stop, every week. Now, if we if we would do that, we might as well really go for it, right? Talk to me now. We can't own anything back. You can't join the bandwagon of Christians who just talk about this life on social media and have no godliness whatsoever. So do you know how tired I am when I see a random person just post, just post something about God is so good and then if you want to serve God, do good. I know those nonsense. Just tired of those Christian stuff. Because that's what people become when they no longer sow. You will keep quiet more as, as you sow more. Yeah? As, have you sown any seed that made you humble before? All of a sudden you are not the happy clappy, you are not, you're not going to give anybody your quick opinion now. You are not going to say about Jesus is talking to you right now. Jesus is talking to you right now. Yeah. And someone doing that said, guy, excuse me sir, pastor go and sow. So and come back and let's see what God told you. Well, the thing is, now that you've gone to so, you fought God and you no longer hear him. You don't want to hear him for like one week. And my brother says, I just love to spend time in those friends. I just love to, I say, that's good, man. Go and sow. And let us see if you will not run from God's presence. God's presence is coming. Those who sow in tears, yes, man, shall reap in joy. They will reap in joy, not in happiness, in joy. Mm, two different things. They're going to reap in joy. 
an impartation of spiritual stuff, a satisfaction that comes from a place that is much bigger than circumstance. Meaning it's not circumstantial. It is not based on, and that's the first thing God does in our life. He detaches you from circumstantial happiness. You know why? Because you will need that in order to fight through life. This atmosphere is tough, as it were. You will need it in order to fight through the challenges of life. So it detaches you from happiness that is based on what is going on around you. What people think about you. What people feel about you. You've got to be detached from that in order to detach people from that. You remember whatever you're not free from, you can't set people free from. You remember words like free people, free people. Uh -huh. So you can't be in bondage to circumstances and the elements of this world and set people free from it. Seed allows me to be detached from it. Because seed is a place of faith, isn't it? Those who saw in tears will reap in joy, yes, man? He who continually goes yeah, go on, sorry. He who continually goes forth weeping. He who continually goes forth weeping. <laughs> so even if you've adjusted to a seat that doesn't make you weep anymore, you better look for tears. Because it's, it's, it continually goes forth weeping. In other words, there are some seeds that God asked me to sow and I sow. And you know, I've gotten used to whatever it is. So there's no more weeping, but I still make sure I complain to God about how difficult it is. <laughs> I've got to fulfill that scripture. I'm not going to let go of that seed without weeping. So I get to weep from another situation and bring it into this one. Evil goes forth weeping. He read it again, sister, and then let's check what message says about it. He continually. But it, it has to be continual. Seed will never walk on sporadic situations. Yeah? If you're a sporadic sower, forget it. It never works. I've got to get my seed to a level where it doesn't go below this because I'll do what it takes to make sure. Now that was my own decision 10 years ago, more than 10 years actually. This is what my seed has to be. So I'm not a sower of, oh, okay, so um, end of the morning, what's there now? What's there now? Let's go. You know there are house fellowships that do that. You can't get blessed. You know when they are texting you two days, one day after, what's going on? Ah, no, because it's never the money. That's why he calls it the tithe. Go and research the tithe. It's not the money. The organization by which you present the money, the thought that you put through it is what God blesses. No house fellowship that they are chasing two weeks after, one week, oh yeah. Um, uh, you don't give to God like that. I won't accept you giving to me like that. No, no, I'm talking to you now. Imagine you want to give to me and you say, yeah, yeah, pastor, yeah, I really intended to give you two k today. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Excuse me, sir, can I quickly get to the cash machine? I'll say, you, you know what? 
our socks, five pounds. Save of the car, hundred and ten. She's trying to. And then she said, oh, thank you, sir. Eventually, it is now 1,995. I'm thinking, look, we can do this some other time in another way. Don't keep God like that. Don't, don't, don't support your outsourcing to be that disorganized. Risk people, because I don't want disorganized blessings. Let's say, well, God bless me anyhow. No, 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 no. God, you can chill. No rush. I'll survive. Well, when your blessing is coming, <laughs> this is the way we're going to walk this. Because I'm going to walk through this life as a king, not as a survivor. Do you understand that? So I've got to remind God that, look, when my own time of giving, I started working on my giving on the first day of each month. And I was organizing it. And the people that you called, called to keep with me, I was organizing them as well. From day one. Why, why are you doing that? So that in case all every other person don't give a job, no? I've got my say, guys, this is where we're going. And that's where we're going to go. Simple. So Lord, don't just do sporadic thing, you've got to come through clean. Because I came through clean. And he's always more faithful than us, right? Talk to me now. Continually, yes? He who continually goes forth weeping, uh -huh. bearing seed for souls. He said he can be weeping, but he has to have seed for souls. The issue is this seed that is going forth with this time. We don't know where he got it from. He, he got this seed. Experience it is carrying. We don't know where this one comes from, but it's carrying seed in order to sow. In other words, the Bible says they're bearing seed to sow. It means that it is possible for a person to bear seed to eat. It can bear seed for another thing. It can bear seed to just throw away. Mm -hmm. Bearing seed to sow, yes, man. Shall doubtless come again with rejoicing. The, the scripture says that the emphasis is doubtless. Now, and I've always challenged, we've always challenged ourselves that if this part of scripture is not true, they don't believe the one about heaven and earth, about making eternity with Jesus. They don't believe the one of in my father's house there are many mansions because if that's not if this is not true why would I believe that why would I believe that someone say well you know Christianity is not about money I say so you don't believe the provisions of scriptures about your prosperity because you have to have in order to give right so if you don't believe that why do you believe judgment day if you don't believe that, why do you believe that God is going to judge the earth? No, I believe God will judge the earth. And I believe that also. So the Bible says that, that it will doubtless, without fail, many deeds. So it's not a matter of, I don't know what is going on, I'm sowing, I'm not reaping. He said, it's doubtless. 
it's never going to happen that you will leave this world without seeing the response of God to your seed. He said it's not possible. What does the message say, sir? So those who planted their crops in despair will shout hooray at harvest. Those who planted their crop in despair, the way we give in these houses in despair, is complete. It's the seed of all. It's in despair for a purpose. Can I tell you something? This year, you've given about 950k or so. I told you, of course, you can join by your day. Last day, all of the last year, you gave about 500k. Don't do it, it's nice. It's called growth. You understand? This is me as your pastor. I've not bought a single car this year or last year. Because you're not buying, I'm not buying. Not car, not house, none of those things. It's as a matter of principle. We have one assignment to do. And those who work with me know that I've always got, you know, I've, God has told me before, go on television and start a program. And I found that the program would cost 1,000. 300 pounds. We've given that 1,300 pounds and I had no money for bus pass. Guess what? I would walk one hour to get to fellowship with the one thing in my pocket. I would dare not touch it. That's why I call it faith. I don't do those things. So someone can come and say, I just need 300 pounds, otherwise the world will fail. I'm like, well, you know. I will give you one seed. The world that wants to fill, let's go into it together and let it crash on me and you. But you see this 1300, it's for obedience to God. 50 out of it is not going now. Come on, yeah? <laughs> it's not going. So I don't get moved outside of what God says to obey. So we focus, we've got two assignments in front of us. It's a focus, nothing shifts that. It's either you're also working and sowing into that or not. Let's have God, a program, if the church can just help and say, yeah, of course, the church will help. It's just going to be after our program. When we bought the stadium and we built the edifice on it, for 10 million, then we'll do your program. Because you see this one is our program. And if you look at this one and build it, it will build your program. <laughs> but I'm not going to allow the devil to trick me into your program because it's not going to work. You know it won't work. It's not the first program. <laughs> So we know why we're sowing. We're sowing because the word says to sow. It's not because we want to buy lights and stuff like that. We're sowing because the word says to sow. These are mindsets. Satan's job is to look at anything God says and discredit it. He sows the seed in our mind to tell us God's word is not true. That's his job. It's what he lives for. 
So every way that you can walk in your life is walking. What to do what to make you sick? No. If you can get your mind, it can make you sick physically. If you can get your mind, it can make you disobey God. So his work is to get your mind. And I need you to be aware of the adversary that we're dealing with. It's been around for a long time. It takes the Holy Spirit to be able to diffuse the lies of Satan, not your determination. I talked the leaders, some of the leaders, about the age of excitement and the age of reality. A person comes to church, they sing spark, they say, wow, wow, and they're excited. I said, don't jump at them because I see how you put people forward because they're always in front, that's a great but, but the vision has not been revealed to them. Uh, very soon now, the vision, they will either fall off the vision or grow into it. Uh -huh. So we ordain pastors when we realize the vision has been revealed to this one. He now knows the vision. You understand that? Are you ready for the word tonight? Yes, sir. So you've heard the instructions. Uh, win souls. But well, let's get into the word. Exodus. Let's start from Exodus 32 tonight. Since I have about an hour to discuss with you. Let's just discuss, and I believe you're here for the word. I've encouraged you not to invite people to Thursday service. If I see someone walking out before I'm through, I'll call them out and say, who are you, my friend? I'm just rushing to catch the train, but you're not told this is Thursday service, why are you here? I'm just joking, you can go and do what you want. Exodus 32. I think this will help you. It's like a repeat of Sunday, but I've got to then talk to you peacefully, so to speak. Exodus 32, and let's see from verse, verse 1. I think it was in Exodus 35 that God commanded Moses to build a tabernacle. Is it 35? Did you read it at home or? 35. Let's read what God commanded him to do first. I'm talking tonight about your gift and your callings. How do I find my calling in life? Because unless you find that calling, life will be about to lose trouble. And I don't know if there's anyone here tonight that you've already started struggling in life. I want to tell you that it is too heavy to start that. Now, knowing Jesus does not eliminate struggle. Just as those who have been in the faith for a long time. Wisdom is the principal thing. That's what scripture says. My people, meaning people who know God, my people die for lack of knowledge. In other words, they are still my people, but they are dying. Why? They don't know. They don't know. So, they, and, they, and then because of that, they still die. And this is not the physical death. This is struggle when you are outside of your calling your gift becomes irrelevant when you are outside of your calling your gift becomes unsustainable you get frustrated because you're trying and so I think that the first thing that a person must locate in life is their calling once we're about to read that pastor, if you would look for, for you, notice your calling, brethren, that not many wise, according to this world, are called. 
I can't afford to have a friend. It's too expensive. Friendship costs a lot. I don't have a best friend. I have a friend at its best. Those are two different things. I, I can't afford in my 20s to be loyal to nobody. It is too heavy because I don't know what they are loyal to. Because my friend's idol is also my idol indirectly. So I can't submit my life to them until I get to know them. So can we grow together and be in church together and see if my best friend will still be in Paul's Day service. Because if you're not in Paul's Day service and you're my friend, your job is to draw me out because you don't understand why I'm there. You don't understand what I heard. You don't understand what is directing me on the inner man. And, and if my friendship with you is not to coordinate destiny, I wonder why we friends though. Because when I even needed money, you can't even provide it. So what is this for? What is this? And I'm not saying you should provide money for me. I'm just saying that, okay, let's say that's even the least. So our friendship is just for us to um, go to pop together or, or, or party together and contribute, pay your bills. Why is that friendship doing? So I've got to locate that calling so that I can thrive in my gifting. When we're young, what deceives us most in life is the fact that we've got gifts. And I want you to know that strength in itself is a gift. It's a gift you don't realize until you don't have it anymore. Oh my God, you didn't hear that one, right? I guess that you won't hear it because you're young and strength does not mean anything. It's like a natural resource that is flowing every day. But I don't know if anyone has been healed before. For me, what kills me in illness is not the pain, it is the fact that I could be up. Oh, you're not hearing me. When I was a child, what pains me most with sickness is that I hear my, my mates playing outside. And I realize that I can't move. But as an adult, it's about many things that you can do. But you see, you don't appreciate health until you're sick. Now don't go home tonight and say, oh, what the point Pastor made about appreciating help. So I'm, I thank you Lord for your help, my help. That's what I got from the service. That's done. And it's not my word, I'm just using Pastor Evans' word. Man. <laughs> so get better things from this. Because that's not the point. The point for me is, at the early stage in life, we're going to understand what gift is because otherwise what happens to my gift is I get deceived by gift. That's why I said that even your strength right now is a gift for I can get carried away with it and think that it's always going to remain the same forever. I can get deceived to think 
that I have all the time in the world and so what I do when I'm young is I rise today, fall tomorrow, repent, rise today, fall tomorrow, but what you don't know that to each falling is 10 years lost. Because you didn't rise the day you thought you rise, you rose, your body rose, but your mind will still go through a lot of things. And the problem is before your mind caught it, you went down again. You see, that's the problem that I found with my own friends when we started church years ago. They seem to feel that sorry fixes things. You've got to realize that sorry don't fix nothing. Not walking with someone and then the quickly say, I went sorry about this. Yes, so hell what? What does that change? We just on behalf of so so we just want to apologize. Okay, so what now happens now? So it's it's everything is now done. No, sorry don't fix Jack. Sorry don't fix anything. Don't do it or do it right. Don't be sorry. Just don't do it. So don't fall in the time of knowledge, and that's why we spend a lot of time to teach ourselves in this house. Don't fall after you've received knowledge and be sorry. But because I took the sorry, why? Because what you did is spiritual. But did you come back? Or are you gonna start again? I understand real sorry, real sorry is the ability to quickly repeat and to be willing to pay the price for what you missed. And so I cannot just be my normal self after being sorry. There are extra things. You didn't hear what I just said. I said, I'm sorry for not being a tiger. I'm just using that as an example. Then the following said, but I want to now be a tiger, but this is half of my tithe. You're not sorry. If you were really sorry, you won't bring half of your tithe, you will bring all that you own and see. Then we will know if you are sorry. Well, you do know I'm not preaching that because of this job, we don't even do tithe like that. Tithe is an insult of God. That's my thought. Teaching me about how oh, I, 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 I spend 90 on that and that save 30 and I make sure that I keep my time. Time 10% to God. And you're gonna consume 90. <laughs> you're gonna take 90. That's what that's the Bible requirement. I said, you know, when, when he said, when he said that's Bible requirement, he said. Can I ask you a question, bro? Apart from that one, that Bible requirement, which other one do you obey? Because I know you, you don't obey any other Bible requirement but that one. So you're not obeying it because it's a requirement. You're obeying it because it's convenient for you. So guess what? When your tithe reaches God, they, they accept it as tithe, but it's Jacob's tithe. Okay, let, let's, I really need to get into college now. Are we ready now? Yes, ma'am. Then, have them make a sanctuary for me. What are you talking about? You started a conversation halfway. Come on now. The Lord said to Moses. Abba, yeah, correct. The Lord said to 
Moses. Uh -huh. Tell the Israelites to bring me an offering. The Lord said to please, this is where calling starts. The reason why many of you were born in the 90s, how many of you were born in the 90s? Don't worry, I told you I didn't say 60s. How many of you were born in the 90s? Please, raise your hand. Shai, you're the people born in 2000. No, no, seriously, 90s. Wow, 90s. If you were born in the 90s, please stand up. Can someone video this? I want the old churches for the People are paying homage to people in front and saluting them for their ancientness. Take video if you were born in the 90s. We are saluting people that they share up things. As old as you are, Pastor David, as old as you are, Henry. Pastor Henry, ancient of this minister, gifting you again. As you are, Pastor Peter, as old as you are, Christian Sakoku. Come on, now you're just No, not too much. 
what you first get in your life is the revelation of your gifting either as an entrepreneur or you just know how to raise money. Now, unfortunately, it will be unfortunate if you join a church. The worst thing that can happen to you is to join a church or to give your life to Christ if you have that gift in court. It's to give your life to Christ because what church is trained to then do is to tell you, no, 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 no. It's not all that. As you see us now, we are about salvation, not money. Well, Pastor, what if, it's, what if my own gifting is entrepreneurship? What if my own gifting is to become a media model? What if I'm going to go into new financing, like cryptos and things like that, and I'm going to rise up there? The pastor says, no, 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 just be an usher and struggle in church and just give. Go take up a job in KFC and however young you are, just get married. He said, but pastor married at 20 will slow me down. He said, no, the Bible says if your body is burning, just marry. Well, until I met a crazy pastor that said, if your body is funny, just go and sing, but don't marry, please. Because you're going to sing later anyway. I'm just being, can I be real with you tonight? Let's say, if you keep speaking like that, the body of Christ, you know, I said, I said, what's the body of Christ? The woman is the body of Christ. There are more women here than men, so I'm already accepted. But seriously now, so they, they're going to slow me down. Why? Because my gift has been revealed, but I've got nobody to activate my calling. The church did not provide for entrepreneurs, for politicians, for, for, for billionaires. There's no, there is no group for them. By group, I don't mean a gathering. There is no word for them from the Lord. There is no encouragement for them from the Lord. We cannot all give in the same manner. If you are meant to be poor, what your own mind went to is that, oh, thank God, even if I'm giving 50 pounds, Pastor Joe said, we're not meant to all give in the same manner. That's how you will know that you're supposed to be very poor in life. If that's where your mind went to, your mind is not going to, oh, so I can, <laughs> I can give up of everybody there. So Joseph now will have a calling now. His gift has been revealed. What was his calling? He needed his brothers to hate him. And that becomes the call. In the Christian world, the way you were taught about God is like you sit somewhere one day and you hear, my son, my son from some deep guy. Console me, I heard a deep voice. I said, you heard by the wonder, wonder, the wonder still, whatever. <laughs> that was the guy you heard. You did not hear God of Israel. It's a deep voice of the Lord. I said, why must it be deep? He said, because deep calls unto deep. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, go obey the guy you heard then. Let's see what will become of your life. So his brothers now, because at the moment when your own calling is being prepared, God, oh my God, God is also calling people to make your calling sure.
Jesus is a calling. He was called as an apostle. Oh my God. He was called as an apostle to carry out betrayal. Structure. 
God gets attracted to this guy, and then because of that gift, now she is sleeping with him. He's not sleeping with him. And God says, That's not the calling for these gifts. You look at somebody. That's the way you look at me. It's like we are the handsome guys. That's not what I read in your eyes. If you look at me with a smile, like whatever you are saying, it doesn't matter. But we are the we are the elite handsome. And of course, my celebrities. Have you seen that picture with the Jew? But <laughs> well, on a serious note now, we, we then, everything it gives me, on Rachel, you can talk and when you talk people get convinced, but now he's using it to lie to girls or lie to rip people off money. Gifts now, it's now used, it's a gift. But it's now used for this gift was for this calling. When people have not found their calling, they will use gifts for anything. But what, are, what if you find callings and now these are will locate callings? So now there is a problem. And the, 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 the brothers of Joseph hated him so much that now they sent him to exile. They actually sold him. They sold him out. Why? Because that was what they were called to do. And they gotta do what they gotta do. They have to do what they have to do. It's a calling. Now this propels Joseph, Potiphar's wife is attracted to his gifts again. This propels him more. It ended him up in prison or down in prison in the dungeon. And now he meets people in the dungeon, but the gift was still very active. Why is the gift active? Because it wasn't polluted. It wasn't soiled in the house of Potiphar. So sometimes the manifestation of my gift does not look like it's progressing me. But believe me, if it is not soiled, it is definitely progressing me. Even if it takes me to prison, it is still progress because it's not soiled. If it is soiled, and it takes me to prison, then I must know that it's not progressing me. Do you understand those two differences? Sir? Yeah. He gets there and these guys have dreams too because you must first be able to understand your own dream before you interpret or have vision for other people. So that's his time John is prophesying to me, talking to me and saying she's prophesying to herself first. So do you know we don't do that in this place too? I don't care if you're coming from whatever you're coming from. No, we don't do that. Oh yeah, I just saw a vision about you. He said, oh, did you see a vision about you? He said, no, God sent me to you. He said, did God send you to you? <laughs> Let me please see the result of God's message over your life first, then I'll believe what he's telling you about me. Otherwise, forget it. I don't want to hear. Oh, I said you were prosper. I don't want to know. share with you. Yeah, yeah, that's permitted, but after you've interpreted yours, though. 
going to know what your vision is. Don't know what your dream is. But the Lord is just speaking to me now, 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 now. It's a trick stuff. So anyway, it goes there. Keeping the gifts intact. Unbroken communion. I don't know, did you ever see a place in scripture where Joseph prayed, please? Please talk to me. I believe in the power of prayer and we must pray and we should pray. I'm just saying, and he probably prayed. Right? In fact, I've read other journals and said he prayed. But you know why it's not recorded in scripture? Because it's not an important part of his journey. For him to achieve what was written for him. If it was important, it would be there. For the things that are written to us are the most important. That if a man will keep this, so maybe he was not in communication with prayer, but he was in communication with his calling. He was, oh my God, he was in touch with his gifts and his calling. Let me show you a person who will have more result than a prayer warrior is a person who has contact with their calling. Because there is already prayer even in your calling. It's already, listen, because God has said it before you were born, there is already prayer in it. Oh my God, you didn't understand. There are certain kind of biscuits of food that they give military when you are going to war. So that it is not meat, protein, or whatever separate. <laughs> Correct me if I'm wrong, Pastor. You know, when we civilians want to eat, we have meat on one side. You have salad on one, you protein, carbohydrate. No, but what they do for that, oh my God, is that they bake a biscuit and everything is in one. My prayer, my everything is in that one bag. And when I eat it, I receive strength just as if I ate meat. Just as if I had some eggs, some carbohydrates, some protein, some vitamins, whatever it is. My calling. My calling has everything in that one bar. And each time I remember it, whatever I'm going through, however people are opposing me and speaking against me, I just need to eat that one bar because there are times I don't have time to put the meat aside, prayer. There are times I don't have time to put protein, Bible reading aside. I just need to take that one bar in school, my calling, and eat it. And all of a sudden, strength rises within me. And I can't give up anymore because I'm eating that strength when it's called my calling. But God was showing us that his gift and his calling was more important than the recording of his way. Now we can only say probably. So I still believe in the power of prayer because Christ prayed. So it shows us that it's important, but the calling is superior. Now, so Joseph had come there. And why did Joseph go there 500 years before? God told Abraham sacrifice. He told Abraham the only thing Abraham must not split into two is the dove. Because that dove is going to be here forever. So he said take these kind of animals. He mentioned three sacrifices. He told 
again that the other animal have you got that scripture somewhere in there? It said you can speak those ones and you're gonna walk in the middle of the sacrifice. Oh my god. It said, but for the dog, don't speak it. Don't touch the dog with any life. It's called the Holy Ghost. Mm. Have you got that scripture in your And darkness fell upon Abraham. Oh, I love you so much, but read it now so that Lord don't talk to it. So Abraham, so the Lord said to him, yeah. Bring me a heifer, a goat, and a ram, uh -huh. each three years old. Uh -huh. Along How many years has it got to be? <laughs> It's amazing how God moves. Jesus will prepare for three years by three years' ministry. God said, no, 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 he didn't prepare for three years. He prepared for 10 years, 30 years. There's no number above 10. It's still three years, still. 33, right? It's just three years, 30 years, three of preparation and three years of manifestation so it is two threes complete it should have been three threes but it can't be three threes because Abraham already did that this is Thursday you know read on sister so the Lord said to him bring me a heifer a goat and a ram each three years old, along with a dove and a young pigeon. Abraham brought all these to him, cut them in two, and arranged the halves opposite each other. The birds, however, he did not cut in half. The bird. Yeah. Uh -huh. Then birds of prey came down on the carcasses. Joseph, Joseph, Joseph. So in other words, it is not 
voice of a prophet that you met on the street that directs your life. Life will happen to you regardless. Ah, you know, someday someone called me out and said that most of those things never happen. Why was I born the year that I was born? How do you still got time for that thing? So let's leave Abraham now. We've not, not time. When we talk about the nations next week, we'll talk about that. I pity those of you who are standing. Those if I close service heavy is because of you. Okay, they said your standing is in calling. Yes, ma'am, let's go back to that to the instruction now. The Lord said to Moses, tell the Israelites to bring me an offering. So now the Israelite, God, Joseph had gone, Joseph is dead now. Joseph had now they brought Joseph's kids to him. And now every generation will bless the next generation. They brought Ephraim and Manasseh for Joseph to bless. We will carry on God's pre-planned program. You're only living because there's a pre-planned program. Why do people die young? Why do people die young? Some of them have finished their assignment. Some of them, if they stay too long, they will produce their own grand plan of God. I'm grateful that you didn't hear me so that I'm not misinterpreted. So let me just approach that. So there was a pre-planned plan so much so that it is not death that kills. God has a master plan. Government interpreted that to genocide. Oh, no, no, no. Cleansing. And they did it sometimes because there is a plan. They wanted to see something. So there is evil purge. So now there's a plan now. All the children of Israel, that generation, did not believe God. And God said, You know what I wanted to do? Moses, one day, God literally looked at Moses and said, I want to kill everybody. And Moses started to intercede for them. And most God said, Okay, I'm going to wait for this generation of unbelievers to die. And everybody below the age of what? 20. You don't know. I'll tell you. God said, I only need those who are 20 and below.
we have these for them. So they are back to the priesthood. I said, we just want to deliver a message to all of you. I will have it to 
nobody goes and worship their tool. Whenever you go to your tool, you go there to use it. And guess what? Guess what? The more job you, if you're a carpenter, why do you go to your to your hammer to worship it? So do, do you go hold your hammer and say, "Oh my hammer"? <laughs> but 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 do you pay attention to your hammer? Yes. Do you keep it in good condition? Yes. Why? Because it's a tool. You know what the fools tell us to do? Take your hammer, your tool, throw it away. Say, I don't care about it. I care about God. God is all your tool. He is almighty God. Do not send him on errand to go pay your house rent. Now, I'm just praying God will go and touch and pay the house rent. I said, you can't send God on that errand. It is money you send them. You know why? You know why? Your landlord is the only guy that can look God in the face and say, I don't give a damn. What does that even mean? 
said, leave that to Francis, son. You already told him to take it. Imagine, the great Randy, I told you when we came, you remember when we went there? They were praying for young people. Behind the young people were playing football.
church was listening to me. All through this year, I'll be speaking to you about taking nations. What we do in church is that we get to a place where we think prophecy and dreaming is to be able to tell another person that you see it came out, you, you see it happen. Oh, as I'm seeing you now, your name is Aaron. You see I'm correct, you see I'm correct. Look, the gift was given, the gift was given to make him a national economist. You can go study economy in school all you like. It is not gifted. You don't understand? Even though Joseph went to prison, the prison Joseph went to was for how many years? You don't know. I won't tell you. Go and read it at home. But it was the equivalent of the year that you spent in unit today. And the reason he has to do that, he has to go through his practical test, submit his assignments to me. Ah, these people are not hearing me. Joseph was made the governor of the prisons. So there was a governmental structure in that prison, and Joseph was going to try through that and submit his assignment. And then, when he had done his practical, interpreted two dreams. Oh my God, because your dream does not automatically get you come to pass or get you into the place you need to get to. It takes you to school. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. My guys don't understand why I said, no, no, no. I need you to go back to you. I need to see if that gift really works. We need to test the potency of the gifts that you think you carry. God tests his gift through human systems. At least you are not hearing me. God will take the gifts that you carry from the spirit and test it through the systems. Oh my God. When Joseph got to the house of Potiphar, there was a commental system behind Mahanda. There was a governmental system in the house of Potiphar. The Bible says that the house of Potiphar increased because of Joseph. The house of Potiphar is the house of the flesh. You know hear what I'm saying. You know why the church in, in this century failed? We test our gifts within the church. We test it among ourselves. Our competitor is not Jesus' King ministry. Our competition is not um, um, Celestial Church of London. Our, our competition is not my search. KPMG. Capcom. When you take this gift and you go in there, that is how we know that God is with you or not. Not when you manifest a church. Ah, oh, you're not hearing me.
themselves, they fill up arena and they are healing themselves. And I'm wondering, who are you, sister? You were healed last year. Then you're back again this year to be healed. They said, well, I have the right to be back. The same way to be healed. I pastor wore white, white, white last year. This year is back with white, white, white. So, we're just saying this thing. When you go inside or inside, you're supposed to look for the most potent, worldly, as the church was saying, worldly people, worldly people, worldly stuff, and all those worldly things. You know, the earth is the Lord, and the fullness thereof, but it did not stop there, it said the world. And, they, and those who dwell in that world. In other words, Pharaoh belongs to God. But can we find a Joseph? Because without a Joseph, Pharaoh will not recognize God. Christianity on the top of all mountains. Ayah. 
wants to establish his house. You know what house means? It's order. Uh -huh. When you enter a house, you see order. In this house, we do so, 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 we do this, we do that. So when he says, my house shall be established, he said, my own order. That's what happened with Joseph in Egypt. Joseph brought God's order. Your will be done on earth as it is done in heaven. When Joseph walked because of his calling, when Joseph walked into Egypt, into the palace of the king, the most powerful king, and the time, we will not stop until we get to the most powerful man. You don't mix those ones in programs. You make billionaires. Why not ask billionaires to help you? Who will help you? I'm looking for contact and I quickly just Nobody will help you do anything. You know what they will do? You will get promises. Oh, nobody promises like billionaires. You will get promised. But you know because, oh my God, nobody will fulfill a promise to you when you don't come to deliver a promise to them. The reason why they respond with their pockets open is because you have the fulfillment of a promise they've also been looking for. The reason why they embrace you is because they saw a promise and said, I've been looking for you. If that's not the case, just want to slap in a party with somebody and say, will email you, sir. <laughs> just thinking, really? I'm even me to me, how many emails can I reply? See, I've been calling you. I said, well, I've been calling other people as well. I've not just got into your own role. <laughs> Only one person. Let's read on now. So now we realize God's plan. But God taught me years ago, you know those years we want to meet people because you are only as good as your contact, they say. Have you seen people with serious contact, but they've never contacted money? So I said, brother, you know why? Money is contactless. I told one of your sisters, you want to go with a rich man, once, once you open your leg to him, listen, forget the child stuff. He will never see you again as someone to do business with. Ow! You just need a bag. So you, you reduce already. So I said, oh, let's talk about that one billion dollar. No, you go with outside. And so if you think I'm advising you because pastor, I'm just telling you, you're just reduced to nothing. You'll be called upon whenever you need it. What will we say? <laughs> so, so, 
me say that if you go. It's not what goes. Oh my God, I need to get back to Exodus. Let's go now. So now God commands. So the reason why I link Exodus with this is now they are in the wilderness now. God needs something. If I have a need, don't blame me. Because even God has needs. But let's read it now. The Lord said to Moses, Tell the Israelites to bring me an offering. You are to receive the offering for me from everyone. So listen now. God said, Tell the Israelites to bring an offering. I've always thought if God wants to do something, He just gets angels to do it. God never relies on His own supply, He relies on your supply to build his work. God says, I own the cattle upon a thousand years, so why did you not use that to build your house? He said, because I cannot make an offering to me. Your offering is honor to God, but I'm going beyond that tonight. Read on, sister, quickly. You are to receive the offering for me uh -huh. from how many people is it to receive offering from? Everyone who's at points. Oh my God. That's the reason why I'm not giving that offering is because my heart is not pointing. I said the reason why you're not giving it is because you don't have a heart anymore. Go on, man. These are the offerings you are to receive. And now, people ask us, why do you specify offerings in the church? I said because the first time the church was being built, offerings were specified. It's about us Old Testament. I said I didn't know church was erased after Old Testament. I thought in the New Testament, also when the church was being built, those who have gave up what they had and sold it and brought it that specific offering. But anyway, just like it's up on here, that's what they did. What, 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 go on, man. These are the offerings you are choosing. So God began to say, these are the offerings in categories. Please follow me now. I want to close some. In categories, God did not say, whoever's at front him, just bring whatever. God said, these are the offerings. Yes, let's get the offering. Number one. Gold. Huh? Gold. God, you're asking for gold, the highest form of currency. Gold, uh-huh. Silver and bronze. Silver and bronze, yeah. Blue, purple, and scarlet yarn. Uh-huh. And fine linen. Okay. Goat hair. Uh-huh. Ram skins dyed red. Uh-huh. And another type of durable leather. Okay. Acacia wood. Are you listening to specified offerings? Why? You, you've got the right now to fit yourself into which one you belong to. I, I'll always fit myself into the gold one. I don't want to know about Kesia Wood, Goat Hair. It's fine. It's alright. Because their offerings are needed to build as well. <laughs> so I'll stay with the gold, but read on. Olive oil for the lamps. Olive oil for the lamps. Spices for the anointing oil. Okay. And for 
our life tonight, I would have spoken about maybe tonight is not your night. We don't see that. Make a sanctuary for me, not for spark, for God. Make a place of refuge. We don't see that because of time. And I will dwell among them. Oh my God. If you don't make a sanctuary, I'm not coming. That sanctuary must be made with the people's offering. In that offering, I will dwell. We want God to dwell in no place. Adam make a sanctuary for me. I know David. David was not going to build his house until God's sanctuary is built. There's no leader in this house permitted to get a mortgage until the sanctuary, the stadium is built. If it takes 10 years to go rent it, it's been already. <laughs> until, including me, until we built a sanctuary for him. We're going to build a sanctuary that
right? Read on quickly. Let me stop now. Oh my God. I wish the night was just starting. If we stay till 11, will it be a crime? I was asking Alicia. I'll, I'll just teach. I'm going to teach for a little while. Read on, sister, quickly. Make this tabernacle and all its furnishings exactly like the pattern I will show you. The tabernacle you will build must not be what you saw in Egypt. It must be exactly. So if PC says, you know what we're going to do next Sunday? We're going to register 1,000 souls. Those who don't do it, that's what they're doing. They're betraying the offering of everybody. Because God is not going to come and dwell in a completed sanctuary. You won't live in an uncompleted building, especially if it's in the middle of the No windows, no door. And Kevin is your next door neighbor. <laughs> I mean, CK, not PK. Building exactly, we must build a church. Your house fellowship must be exactly as it is commanded. Now, if it is going to be exactly as it is commanded, you cannot know too many people and be in too many events. It will distract you from the calling. Don't go anywhere. I go among ourselves. That's all. But you go to meet people. I say, don't worry. People've got to meet me. That's the issue. But they won't meet me until I carry a value that is heavy enough to attract them. And so instead of you walking on the value, you're trying to get their own value. I said, can you see me in picture with so so I said, yes, so what? He doesn't remember your name anymore. It's a hard picture with so so so. Uh-huh. Who are you deceiving? Go on, sister. Have the men an ark of acacia wood. Uh-huh. Two and a half cubic So they began to tell them the dimensions. Is the word of God for speculation. He gave us dimension. Look this way. This is how to take offering. This is how this is God's dimension for us. If you like it, get informed because it's a God. If you don't like it, get out. It cannot work half-heartedly. And that's what God will give me also. He said, if you like the style that I'm showing you build according to my pattern. Not people's suggestion. Suggestion is good, but there is a pattern that God will dwell in. Because you see, he told them to build two dimensions, two centimeters, if they made it 2.1. It's not coming to dwell in it. Read on, sister. Have them make an arc of acacia wood. Two, two centimeters, drop all the dimensions. Overlaid with pure gold. You were not at Jerry's Inn, right? How many of you were at the 17 days of prayer? And the Holy Ghost began to speak to us on overlaid with gold. 
remember the example. You are attracted, let's say this hotel is beautiful, and I think it is for credit. If nobody cares about the wiring under it or the concrete, it is overlaid with these chandelier lights. Christians don't overlay anything, they just say salvation. It's a take salvation building, but now overlay it. Of it, what you will call the poshness of it. It said, I want a posh sanctuary. But go listen to my name with God. Read on, sister. Uh -huh. Both inside and hand. Okay. And make gold molding around it. Okay. Cast forward. But the only thing that looks like that is the mosque head, right? Have you seen those round? Exactly like the Sanchez said, cover it. Of course, it's talking more than the gold, the physical gold. It's talking about pricelessness and endurability. Durability, pardon me. Value. So that when you build something, you know it's value. When Spark Nation meets on Sunday, you put value into that service. That service costs you 10 grand. Plus. Now, that's value. <laughs> read on, sister. Cast four gold rings for it and fasten them. Read them, skip that. Then the whole Israelite community uh -huh. withdrew from Moses' presence and everyone who was willing and whose heart moved them came and brought an offering to the Lord. So they left Moses? And everyone whose heart God has taught now came back, but they came back with gold, bronze, silver, some with goat's head, and goat's head, goat's head. The lingo cook is here with Moses. I said, Oh, there's this here with the Bible. Read on, sister. And everyone whose heart was with uh -huh. and whose heart moved them came and brought an offering to the Lord uh -huh. for the work of the tent of meeting. Uh -huh. for all I, I need something. God told Moses, he said, let him bring me an offering through you. Ah. I wish you understand the power of seed, you know. But no time for that today. Go on. Men and women alike. Yeah. All who are women, men and women alike, came and brought gold jewelry of all kinds, brooches, earrings, rings, and ornaments. They all presented their gold as a wave offering to the Lord. Everyone who had green, purple, or scarlet yarn, or fine linen, or goat hair. The leaders brought oil stones and other gems. Uh, uh, uh. What, what did the leaders bring? Oh my God. Oil stones and what? Talk now. And other gems. The leaders went to get oil stones. Just let me tell you. You don't keep stones at home. 
the highest level of giving in the church was gold. They had it. They had those ones that were. So they brought their jewelries. Some will have earrings, some will have this, that, 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 that. They brought it. But for the leaders, they were out to go into mining. Well, I, I, they don't take stones and keep it in all. So they have to go and look for gems. If my leader is not bringing all stones, maybe that's why I'm not bringing my gold. I'm going to have a separate meeting with leaders, right? Which will be this old room again. Precious. That's a leader. Why are you not giving? Say, I don't have. I said the leaders. They brought oil stones, gems. Read on, sister. They brought oil stones uh -huh. and other gems uh -huh. to be mounted on ephods and breastplate. Where would they mount the gifts of the leaders? You know what an ephod is. Without the effort, the prophet cannot speak, you know. No word from the Lord without the effort. So they will take the effort and decorate it with the gifts of the leaders. <laughs> so when we want to set a leader, we first check. Let me see your stone. I was not open to present any stone. I just think that um, I've been in this church for 95 billion years and therefore I'm entitled to be a leader. He said, no, no, no. We choose leaders based on their stones. Let me see term. And so it's based on how much I gain. I said, no, no, no. I didn't say how much you gain. I said, how much kind of germ you were able to get? Well, let's leave that now. They also brought spices and olive oil for the land. Then Moses said to the Israelites, What did he say? See, See. the Lord has chosen Bezalel, son of Uri, the son of her, of the tribe of Judah. Okay. And he has filled him with the Spirit of God, mm -hmm. with wisdom, with understanding, with knowledge, and with yeah. to make artistic designs for work in gold, silver, and bronze. Okay. To cut and set stones, to work in wood, and to engage in all kinds of artistic crafts. Okay. And he has given both him and a holy son of Ahisam of the tribe of Dan. By the time God was saying this to Moses, but see the earth, and Aholia did not know what called the gift of Basilia and Aholia out was the sanctuary that needs to be built. I can live till I'm 35 until I find the sanctuary in which I'm to be involved in building, my gifts will not produce much. 
So no wonder why you predict gifted and what you think and you're not rich yet. God says don't worry about it. There was no sanctuary till now.
Yeah. Your gift is blessing people, but they're not blessing you, right? Because what they carry is they can't give you. No wonder I told the pastor and he said, stay there. Preach the word in season and out of season. Don't go accommodating your poverty. I want to walk here because I have a friend doing it. You're going to waste the way. There is a calling over your life. And that is not just to say, I know there is a calling. No, there is a gift. And when the pastor speaks, Moses was the pastor of Aholia. Moses was the pastor of Basilia. What it says, I want to stop. And he has given both him and a holy uh -huh. son of the Hesemite of the tribe of Dan yeah. the ability to teach others. Oh my god, you didn't hear me now. You didn't hear the reader. He gave him the, the ability to create things like Pastor Daniel, gold and silver. Then he now gave him ability to teach others. I'm talking about new generation pastors. If you are not listening to me, I only have some not to teach them New chapter 1 or John chapter 3. His job is to teach them artisans, work of art. You know why? You know why? If they practice that, if Aolia practice that creating gold, he is in touch with God. Children of our holy the preachers of our holy their discipleship will be based on the Jews of their gifting. So when people come into the church, they say, Draw up the scripture, come and let Alpha course. No problem. Let me tell you what happened in prison yesterday. The chaplain was saying, I'm sorry, are you used to have for course? I said, I don't know. I wanted to say, I don't know how for course. Please get the hell out of my face. <laughs> um, asking them about how for course. I'm thinking of those who are coming. By the time Daniel, Pastor Daniel finished speaking, and we saw they, they didn't do how for course again. <laughs> the groups that we were in, they were just interested in our story. I'm not saying anything is wrong with Alpha course, and I hope you get to the Omega of the Alpha. <laughs> it works where it works. I'm just saying that as for Exodus 32, it said, <laughs> Moses, you see, Aholi and Basilio have given them the gift to train in cryptos, right? But the way they will give discipleship. It's not to teach them what you, Moses, learned on the mountain when you were there 40 days. They will teach them artisans. They will teach them how to make work of gold. Because if they stay in touch with their gift and calling, they will stay in touch with me. Discipleship. Don't go and blend to the world because as the world stagnation, they will begin to ask you a lot of questions. Have you told them about John, about Matthew? I said, I don't think so. I said, I, have, I don't have John here. I have Aholia. I have Basilian. Read what he said again. And he has given both him 
that place. He has filled them with skill to do all kinds of work as engravers, designers. Huh? As what? Engravers one. Engravers one. Designers two. Embroiders. Uh huh. They, they do embroideries too. Uh huh. All of them skilled workers and designers. So they are designers, engravers. So they 